Golazo with Fabrizio Romano, and we begin with a big one as Man City enter the official race of trying and to attain Harry Kane from Tottenham. Plenty to discuss as well, including some stars from AC Milan. We discussed Sergio Ramos's future as well. Donnarumma on his way to PSG. Conrad de la Fuente, the American Conrad de la Fuente, heading to Olympic Marseille. This and much more. But Harry Kane remains the big talking point here today as Kigo Lasso with Fab Romano begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Kego Lasso on this Monday. And even though we have international tournaments, we still welcome our very own mi hermano, Fabrizio Romano. How are you, Fab? Hello, guys. Hello, my friend. I'm I'm really fine. I'm really excited because of my Italy at the Euros. I was not so <laughs> confident, to be honest, but I'm really surprised. We are doing something incredible and really happy also because of the transfer news. Many news are coming and we are entering in the key moments. I know. There's so many good things for you right now, Favorito. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I feel like Italy heard you because you were like, yeah, I'm not quite convinced. And they were like, all right, fine. We'll show you, Favorito. And my goodness, <laughs> I believe it's a record uh, to qualify to the round of 16 without conceding a single goal. Unbelievable, uh, Roberto Mancini and co. How, how confident are you now heading to the round of 16? Surely... I, I mean, listen, France tied with Hungary this past weekend. I feel Italy, if we're doing a power rankings here, I don't want to be too cautious, but best team in Euro 2020, I think. At the moment, yes. Talking about group stages, yes. We have to see when top matches will arrive against top team because, of course, it was not an easy group, but uh, but was, okay, of course, not even a difficult one. So uh, I'm waiting to see what we can do against top teams. But to be honest, this is a, this is a really fantastic team to see. I was not expecting it, to be honest, as I said. Um, but the quality uh, as they play, the group we have, because this is something that here in Italy we are really appreciating. This is a strong group, all the players involved. Only the third goalkeeper, Meret, was not playing in this group. And it's incredible. In three matches, you already played with 25 players. It's something, uh, it's something incredible showing how this group is united, how the work of Roberto Mancini has been perfect, because we have to remember that Italy since 10 years they were not playing in European uh, or international top competitions after the disaster of the last World Cup and so seeing Italy playing this kind of football with so many young players with this kind of also of mentality because it's a winning mentality as you said non-conceding goals in this moment is, is something huge for Italy also changing the players because yesterday in the second half Bonucci was out and Chiellini not available and changing also the right and left back and the work was perfect. So congrats to Roberto Mancini, and let's see what's next for Italy. Absolutely. And Roberto Mancini in his Giorgio Armani suit looking cooler than a gelato <laughs> store in Capri. He looks so good. So well done, Asuri. All right, I know, everybody. You're all like, get to the transfers. Well, we will get to the transfers, and we begin, of course. Fabrizio Romano, you tweeted it today, reported it today, cbsports.com. You can read his article as well. Harry Kane has an official proposal an offer from manchester city what's the latest yes uh, the hurricane moment is starting uh, first of all i want to say that the player is 100 focused on the euros is honest to say like this because people are talking about him of course for transfers but the player is not directly involved is about um, about the two clubs manchester city and Tottenham. We always say it about the desire of Harry Kane of leaving Tottenham this summer, and it's still the same. So he wants to play Champions League football. He wants to try something different. 
And Manchester City know about this. They are aware about the, the side of the player of playing Champions League football. And that's why in the last few days, Manchester City made the first official bid to Tottenham for Harry Kane. It's uh, £100 million pounds more to add also the availability, also to add players in the deal. So to discuss about potential counterparts in, in, in the deal, we will see what kind of players, because it depends by what Tottenham are asking or what Manchester City are prepared to, to offer. But they're going to discuss about it if they want in the next weeks. When I say if they want it, because Tottenham at the moment said no to this bid. So they have no intention to accept only 100 million pounds. They want more than this. They want a crazy bid or hurricane in staying. This is the position of Tottenham. The president of Tottenham, Daniel Levy, had always been on the same position. He's convinced that Harry Kane could stay. Uh, he wants to convince Harry Kane to stay and to continue with the project of Tottenham also for the next season. They are now busy with the manager situation. So once they have the new manager, they will decide also, to, they will try to talk with Harry Kane. But everything will be decided after the Euros. At the moment, the situation is Manchester City made an official bid. They want Harry Kane. Pep Guardiola wants Harry Kane as first target this summer, but Tottenham are still saying no. At this condition, there is no chance to sign Harry Kane. So we will see what will be the next step for Manchester City, but for sure they are doing serious to sign Harry Kane this summer. So part of it, uh, there's so much to, to, to really dissect here, Fab. So part of it as well is uh, it's not just money, as you mentioned, uh, given some players as well. So that might sweeten the pot. I'm imagining that Man City expected for Tottenham to do a straightaway reject bid. So this should probably climb up. But the other question I have for you, Fabrizio, is, you know, the search for a manager is really important for Tottenham right now. And without a vision right now, how much harder is it going to be for Daniel Levy to hold on to Harry Kane? It's going to be so, so hard. This is my opinion. Because also when the links were with top, top managers, as Pochettino, Harry Kane knows so well, but also with Antonio Conte, also in this case, I was told that Harry Kane had always the same desire trying to play Champions League football this summer, leaving the club this summer because he wants to play Champions League football. So imagine now after a so complicated negotiations to find the new manager for Tottenham, I think the situation is getting harder, as you say, because it's really, really difficult to convince the player. We have to respect also Tottenham's situation because they say, Harry has a contract with us. It's two years contract. It's not just one year, you know, in a dangerous situation. It's not like Mbappé, for example. He's only, it's also two years contract. That's why at the moment Tottenham are still saying the player is staying and we can only decide about the situation. Harry Kane is hoping that Tottenham will understand his position after so many years together to try to fix the situation and to change this position during the summer. We will see, but for sure the manager situation is not helping because they were trying with Pochettino and Paris Saint-Germain said no. They were trying with Conte and Conte said no, Fonseca was one step away from signing the contract. They had a meeting in Milano uh, in, on, on Monday, on last Monday, one week ago. Fonseca, Daniel Levy, all people from Tottenham board planning for the transfers together. And then they had problems on the contract, on the salary, and it collapsed. And also Gattuso, he was really close, but the fans were really angry and Tottenham decided to go for something different. So this, this Tottenham manager search is going to be really hard. And this is another problem for the club, also for Harry Kane. Is there anybody else uh, in the manager list that they're looking at? Or is now, is it just an open season for Daniel Levy? He's just trying to find anybody. Is there any latest on that? 
No, it's, it's, it's really open now the race because they know they can't continue to, to go public with the names of the managers. They have to decide internally and then to go public when they have 100% decided the new manager. They were really convinced that Fonseca was the new one. So now they're really in, in, in trouble because they have to find the game and to be 100% convinced about the project because they are restarting the project with a new director of football, Esparatici, and with the situation of Kane we talked about. So now it's time to decide for the right manager. Ten Hag is really complicated. Ragnik is another name, but also in this case, not easy because he wants to have the full power in the club. So it's not easy to decide about this kind of situation. Valverde has been contacted some days ago, but at the moment it's not advanced yet. They have contacted many managers and then they will decide. But it's taking so long and this is a problem also for Harry Kane negotiations. Yeah, and we're reaching, you know, the end of June. Preseason will come sometime soon. Tottenham got to get on it. And now they have the added... Uh, task of, of seeing what to do with Harry Kane as Man City officially enters the race to try and sign him. But to Fabrizio's point, Harry Kane right now is only focused on England and Euro 2020. We'll see what happens there. All right, well, let's move on from uh, Harry Kane here, uh, Fab. We also have uh, Turkey, who really disappointed in Euro 2020, and one of their star players as well. Their narrative is intriguing to watch this summer. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Akan Çalanoğlu, uh, who was a star for Turkey, as you said, and has been a star in AC Milan for many years, four years. And now he decided to move to Inter. And this is something historical because since seven years, no player was moving from Inter to AC Milan or to AC Milan from Inter. And now it's time for Akan Çalanoğlu because it's done deal. He will be a free agent in seven days because this contract is going to expire with AC Milan. AC Milan offered him a new contract some months ago offering 4 million euro as salary per season. But Chalanoglu said no, he always wanted 5 million euro per season as salary to extend his contract with AC Milan. There was also some foreign club to offer him some good opportunities, Aldua Hill in Qatar, some club also from Spain, because Atletico Madrid were thinking of Chalanoglu as potential opportunity, but they are going with Rodrigo de Paul. He will be the signing and it's a done deal. So Chalanoglu is now moving to Inter because they offered him 5 million euro per season. The agreement is almost done for three years. Tomorrow, he will have his medical as new Inter player. So it's a done deal. And Dakan Chalanoglu is moving from AC Milan to Inter. And also another player leaving AC Milan as a free agent is Gianluigi Donnarumma. We were talking about Italy, uh, talking about free agents. He's been always good with Italy in the last years. And now he will be the new goalkeeper of Paris Saint-Germain. Now it's a done deal. We said many times about this negotiation. But today, he had his medical as new Paris Saint-Germain player in Rome. Uh, he completed it successfully. So it's everything completed. Five years contract, announcement said to be completed in the next days. And so Chalanoglu is leaving AC Milan to join Inter and Donnarumma is leaving AC Milan to join Paris Saint-Germain. A lot to work for for AC Milan this summer now that they're missing, arguably, uh, you know, their two most important players. And now they have to really figure out what to do, especially as they were so close on trying to win Scudetto and things fell apart later in the season. We'll see what happens Serie A next season, which, by the way, you can watch on CBS Sports and Paramount+. Plus. Hey, we got so, a few more here. We know Leicester City has a, an agreement with uh, Patson Daka, very wanted player. Uh, that Intriguing. Uh, this, is a, this is a great purchase for Leicester, I think. What, what do you make of it? 
I love this player. First of all, I agree with you 100%. I think he's a fantastic guy, fantastic player, so fast, scoring goals, good mentality, serious player. So uh, it's almost a done deal because from what I'm told, the verbal agreement has been reached between Salzburg and Leicester. Um, they just need to complete paperwork in these days to have the medical for the player in the next few days and then it will be announced. But Paka, Daka will be the new striker of Leicester. Uh, Pasan Daka has also agreed on personal terms of five years with Leicester. Uh, They're going to sign also Sumare from Lille and they're working also for a new left back. So they're really busy on the market. They have a fantastic strategy, always moving on this kind of talents at the right moment. And so Passon Daka is joining Leicester in just a matter of days. Yeah, you mentioned uh, they like it because he kind of fits very uh, Jamie Vardy-esque, uh, Patson Daka. So it's going to be an interesting... Here's the last one for you. And I know our American listeners are going to be very intrigued by this one. Conrad de la Fuente, uh, Olympic Marseille. What's the latest on that one? Yes, it's an almost done. It also is one. Uh, it's just to be completed this week with medicals, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday. They're working on it, but it's a done deal. Conrad de la Fuente will leave Barcelona to join Olympic Marseille for 4 million euros. This will be the fee, will be a permanent move. Uh, so the agreement has been reached and Marseille are trying to go for this kind of young talents. They signed Gerson from Flamengo and now they want to complete this Conrad de la Fuente deal. Barcelona are working to sell many players because we know that the financial situation is not easy. Also, the president, Juan Laporta, said many times that they need to fix the situation and they need to sell some player. And so this kind of players could help also by Barca financial situation. Next one could be Jean Todibo from Barcelona to Nice on a permanent deal for 8.5 million euros. So they're working to sell some player, but they are also working to extend Leo Messi's contract. They are confident, as Laporta many, many times said. So in the next weeks, they hope also to complete this negotiation with, with Leo Messi. Yeah, we talked about this with Luis Garcia on CBS Sports HQ and how Laporta speaking to La Vanguardia saying, uh, yeah, our uh, debt is bigger than I thought. 1.2 billion gross debt. So they need to really get rid of a lot of players. And of course, as you mentioned, Lionel Messi. And the decision has to be made by the end of the month. So plenty to watch. All right. So what are you watching for this week, Fabrizio, before we say goodbye? Anything specific that you're looking at that we haven't talked about? I will keep an eye again on, again on the situation of Jadon Sancho because the negotiation between Borussia Dortmund and Manchester United are going on. Manchester United know that they have to spend 95 million euros. They are working on the payment structure, but this is a deal to keep an eye on for sure this week too. And, and we will see what happens on, on, on this side and for sure also to understand what's going to happen with other potential signings for Manchester United because they want a centre-back. And I'm really curious to see what's happening with Rafael Varane and, of course, with the situation of Sergio Ramos. Because when we talk about free agents, about big opportunities and about centre-backs, I think in this moment Sergio Ramos is the biggest opportunity on the market. Paris Saint-Germain contacted him in January. They were first club to contact him in January to understand about this situation, his contract situation with Real Madrid. Now he's a free agent. So we will see if Paris Saint-Germain will continue in this way they started in January to sign Sergio Ramos or if some other club will arrive. We had some rumour about AC Milan trying to sign Sergio Ramos, but we're told here in Italy that it's not like it's not true. Uh, Similan are not looking for Sergio Ramos also because his salary is really huge. It's 12 million euro net per season for two years. This is what Sergio is asking. And that's why it's not easy. Let's see if Paris Saint-Germain or any maybe English club will try for him. He's not going to Sevilla, 100%. Well, I was thinking Man City, Fab. Is Man City an interest? 
They had an interest. They had an interest some weeks ago, but at the moment it's not like advanced. So we will see if they will decide to try again. I think they are busy with something different, as we said, with Hurricane. But let's see if they want to try also in this position or not. At the moment it's not advanced and I will keep an eye on, on Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, it's definitely not Sevilla. Monchi is not going to allow like to spend that much money on yes. an aging centre-back, no matter what happens. Fabrizio Romano, always a pleasure, my friend. Make sure that you follow him on Twitter, on Instagram. Read his articles on cbsports.com. Plenty more to come from Fabrizio. Fab, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Always be a pleasure. See you soon. Okay, Golas on CBS Sports and enjoy transfer news and Euros, of course. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Fabrizio Romano for joining me today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Kegolasso Pod. Please listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps us to grow the show. We're on Spotify, on Stitcher, YouTube. You can watch every single episode on youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso. We have plenty more Kegolasso to come, including Euro 2020 recaps and preview as we enter the last week of the group stages, round of 16 this weekend, Copa America as well this and much more have a great great beginning to your week every sport has their big juicy controversy boxing has the mike tyson ear bite cycling has lance armstrong baseball has its steroid era curling has broomgate It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.